fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe. Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. And I'm Matt. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about a new movie called Snake Eyes, a G.I. Joe story. What's it called? (laughs) Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins. Okay. It's actually Snake Eyes, colon, G.I. Joe Joe Origins. Origins. Okay. Snake Eyes will do. As long as you don't confuse it with the Nicolas Cage movie, Snake Eyes. I wasn't. I, I, uh, yeah, I have trouble with the subtitle. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> there have already been two G.I. Joe live action movies mm. um, in recent years. This is kind of ignoring those. Okay. And it's rebooting G.I. Joe. Okay. Um, those of us of a certain age may remember the cartoon series that was mm-hmm. on in the 80s. Um, so Snake Eyes is a ninja. And he's, one of the, he's a member of the Joe team, the good guys. And they always fight, uh, fight Cobra, who are the bad guys. Um, and anyway, in this movie, Henry Golding uh, plays Snake Eyes. And in the opening scene, which takes place 20 years ago, as it says, um, he sees his, uh, he witnesses his father being murdered um, by people he doesn't know. And then fast forwards to present day, and he's a fighter, and he gets hired by a mysterious man to do some things and and it ends up being a clan war and anyway it, it all gets pretty complex kind of and uh, yeah what did you think of this movie <laughs> so i have a fundamental problem with this movie which is the character of snake eyes if i remember back to the uh, animated series of of which i was a fan a big fan growing up Snake Eyes was an interesting character because he was so mysterious, right? You didn't know his history. He was a, a character of few words. He was, he was, you know, intriguing in that way. He's the last character you want to give an origin story to and explain everything about. Mm. Um, why do we have to have origin stories for everything? Why can't we have any mystery? That's my fundamental problem. <laughs> But all that aside, um, the movie is okay. I, I, I wasn't, I was mildly entertained. Um, the fight scenes are edited really fast and are very repetitive. Um, so that got old. You couldn't really tell what was happening a lot of the time. Um, the acting was good, though. I mean, I like Henry Golding. I thought all the other characters, too, mm-hmm. were, were... All the other actors did a really fine job. Um, <laughs> some of the dialogue is a little sketchy. It's it's an oddly humorless movie. There was mm-hmm. not a lot of levity here. The only times I laughed, I'm afraid, are times when it was not intended. Yeah, yeah it's like Henry Golding's character literally has no identity. Mm-hmm. Like, he... So he goes by Snake Eyes. And there's a reason that's laid out in the opening scene. But, um, yeah, there's a a character in here uh, played by Haruka Abe. And she she calls out Snake in one scene. I don't remember you laughed at that. Yes. And that was, I think, unintentionally funny. (laughs) Yes, she could have said Mr. Eyes. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, so I, I was a big Transformers fan back in the 80s, the, the cartoon series. And then and I didn't watch G.I. Joe as much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know enough to know, like, Cobra Commander and Destro and the Baroness mm-hmm. and Snake Eyes. And I don't know any other good guys. <laughs> oh. I, most of those people are rattled off from Cobra. All the interesting characters were the bad guys. Yeah. It is true. Yeah, and then you got Snake Eyes. Um, I, so we're, we're going to... This is a new movie, so we're not going to do like real spoilers, but we're going to give our numbers at a certain point here, and then we are going to briefly talk about some spoilers because mm-hmm. I have to get something off my chest about this movie. Um, this movie is is competently made to a fair amount. It's not it's not good. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you, I was mildly entertained, but I mean that's not really enough. <laughs> or I wanted more, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's directed it's directed by Robert Schwentke. Um, it's, I feel like if the direction, it's, ter- it's fairly flat. There's nothing particularly striking about this, except the only, the most striking thing about this movie was the, um, not really title cards, but the, the like when they told you, like when something was like 20 years ago, or when mm-hmm. they told you, okay, you're in Los Angeles port or whatever, mm-hmm. the, the way they did the lettering was a little <laughs> dramatic. Yeah. There's a brief moment, like, so this movie ends up taking place quite a bit in Japan. And there's a scene, <laughs> I feel like they're constantly going in and out of Tokyo. Because uh, because he ends up at this uh, place out of, like out of the way place out in the countryside mm-hmm. that's a, sort of this fort in a way yeah. Japanese fort uh, there's probably a name for it I'm not aware of it but uh, yeah sometimes they get on their motorbikes and they zoom into Tokyo for a little while and then they zoom back out to this mm-hmm. area and there's a scene in Tokyo that is is brief but the look of it kind of was was um, it was kind of cool looking but derivative because it looked a lot like Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're going to crib from something, <laughs> crib from that, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, the acting was good. I did like, um, I did like Henry Golding and then, uh, Andrew Koji, who plays Tommy. Um, I, I quite liked, quite liked him in this movie. Yeah. Um, I thought the, you know, the set design was one of the highlights. I liked, you know, that Tokyo scene, but I, I did like that kind of, encampment or wherever whatever it were mm-hmm. wherever they were staying it was the old uh japanese style architecture mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and japanese gardens and that was really beautiful um but yeah uh, <laughs> all that was not enough to make a, a, a an entertaining movie and it did i found it it got kind of silly like um they start incorporating some kind of elements from the gi joe um lore mm-hmm. and i felt like the more they did that um the more it started to feel kind of like one of kind of a bad episode of the old animated series <laughs> um but even there i felt like and you know i don't want to give any spoilers away about who shows up in this movie but i felt like they in the animated series were more menacing or mm-hmm interesting than the live action versions that we have yeah. in this movie. I feel like some of these characters that they bring in, they just sort of feel a little shoehorned in. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you've got your plot line going, which this movie is a mess, but you, <laughs> it does have a, a, a somewhat of a plot th- going here, right? Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden they throw in this character and then there's that character and you're like, oh, yeah, these are G.I. Joe characters. They really haven't been had anything to do with this movie so far. And all of a sudden they're going to wedge them in mm-hmm. because I guess they're hoping to build off of this, even though they already had two other GI Joe movies, I I, I don't understand <laughs> the studio system right now. But yeah, 
my, I have a fundamental issue with this movie. My fundamental issue is the character of Snake Eyes as he's portrayed in this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have anti-heroes, right? You have mm-hmm. heroes, you have anti-heroes. I'm not sure what Snake Eyes in this movie is <laughs> because I think he's worse than an anti-hero. I'll talk more about that in the spoilers. <laughs> but before we get into spoilers, is there anything else you wanted to, to drop in here? No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, so what is your score? Oh... Four and a half. Okay. I give it a four. So our score is a 4.3. Uh, it is on the tomato meter. So critics score is a rotten 41%. Uh, audiences give it 72%. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is, you know, Chad <laughs> Joe nostalgia going on here. Uh, real quick. So I wanted to say is, um, yeah, the, the Snake Eye character, there's a scene early-ish on, after I mentioned in the, in the plot teaser where this mysterious man um, hires him and he starts out working at a Los Angeles port fishery where he's packing guns mm-hmm. into fish carcasses to mm-hmm. smuggle them out uh, okay. of the country. Um, but there's obviously, I mean, these are, these are, these are, these are bad guys, right? They're, they're not good people. They're gun mm-hmm. smugglers for mm-hmm. one thing. Um, and then there's a scene where they say they've, 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 they've got, they found a spy and they want Snake Eyes to shoot him, like just execute him. Mm-hmm. Snake Eyes says no. And he and the guy, the one that was, I guess, was a spy, they have this dramatic scene where they escape. And then the guy ends up being, remember, like almost like second in line to head of a clan. And that's this is when they go to Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And this is when the movie really kicks off. Mm-hmm. Um, you find out later on that that was all a setup, that the mysterious man, boss dude, who told Snake Eyes to execute this guy that was all planned you know he you know snake eyes didn't shoot him because of this plan that they had and now Mm -hmm. snake eyes is there nestled now into this encampment that we Mm -hmm. talked about the one Mm -hmm. in in, outside of tokyo to try and steal some magic stone or whatever (laughs) (laughs) and so he i don't know i mean that first of all threw me that's kind of like, you know, like in the first Captain America movie, you know how like this whole thing was, he was like this little 90 pound weakling and he just wanted, but he wanted to serve his country and fight for his country so badly. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then finally they told, they, they shot him up with this super soldier juice. Well, that would be like later on in the movie, it's revealed that Steve Rogers knew all along about the super soldier <laughs> juice and, you know, just wanted to be, you know, mm. some muscle bound behemoth yeah. and didn't really care about, you know, serving his country. I feel like that's, that's kind of what this sort of felt like to me. And then there's so much chaos that ensues throughout this film. I mean, really bad stuff. And it's all snake eyes fault. Yeah. And he even, I mean, even there, when there's a point where you think he comes clean to the people who have taken him into this encampment and have treated him so well, he comes clean and he does this like blood brother oath with the, the Tommy character and even that is a ruse so he can get some of Tommy's blood mm-hmm. and in order to steal the magic crystal or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, it's just, I, I, that really made it difficult for me. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I did not like the character of Snake Eyes. Like I said, you've got antiheroes and then you've got whatever this is. Yeah, I think that, you know, they're trying to make him very complicated and he has all these issues with the murder of his father and vengeance is foremost in his mind. Um, but yeah, it just makes him kind of 
not a very likable character no. and responsible for all kinds of horrible yeah. events. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the movie system is. Uh-huh. All right. So I had to get off my, off my chest. So thank you. Uh, <laughs> 4.3 from us for snake eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, I would skip this or wait until it's yeah. on, you know, released on streaming or whatever. Right. I would too. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you. He never gives up. He'll stay till the fight's won. G.I. Joe will dare.